I'm Hans. And I'm Laura. And we, we love, love to, to go, go to, to the, the movies. movies. Before the pandemic, we loved to go to the theater and watch a film on Saturday. And now we're doing it in our living room. But one way or the other, the one thing we love more than watching the movie is discussing it. So now we get to do it with you and a cocktail. So enjoy. Hans, Hans and Laura, Laura go, go to, to the, the movies. movies. Welcome back. This week we watched the most glorious movie film from a Kazakhstan propaganda department bought at. That's correct. We watched the 2000... Yes! High five! High five! We watched the 2006 film, Borat. Um, we even have a woman on the podcast! It's amazing! He will be going back to the stall after this. Sorry, I'm done. So, we watched the 2006 film, Borat. Um, which is a film shot in the documentary style about a journalist in Kazakhstan who comes to the U.S. to create a documentary to learn more about uh, U.S. culture. If anyone listening to the podcast actually needs a plot summary of the movie Borat, which it has taken us the better part of 15 years to watch, um, I wonder why you listen to a movie podcast. Hey, hey, hey. I saw the movie back in 2006. You did not. Just because I can't remember what happened 14 years ago anymore, thank you, Whiskey, does not mean that I did not embark on cultural endeavors That's a good of point. times past. That's a good point. Well, why did we watch it, Hans? Well, I think that we watched it because uh, the second movie, uh, the second Borat movie is now out. And so, of course, we were interested in watching that, at which point I, half of the Hans and Lara um, partnership on this podcast, realized that uh, I have actually never seen the entire uh, movie. So it was time to finally break down and watch the original Borat so that we can very soon turn around and watch the new Borat movie. Which is kind of confounding just for everyone out there listening. It is confounding. Because Hans loves Sasha Baron Cohen. I'm a, I'm a fan of Sasha Baron Cohen. I think he's very funny in his comedic stuff. I watched his I, I watched him in his HBO Dolly G show. I watched Dolly G show. I, What'd I say? Dolly G show. Yeah. Perhaps maybe he's not as big as a, of a yeah, Sasha well, you know, it just, you know, and, um, and, and, uh, and some of his dram uh, dramatic roles too. I think he's really talented. He's really talented. Yeah, I agree. As do I. Um, but before we dive deeper into the movie, speaking of whiskey, we are drinking Jim Beam Black on the rocks. That's right. It's very tasty. Very, 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 very tasty bourbon. Yes, agreed. So, Hans, since you hadn't seen the movie before, what did you think of it? Well, I thought that uh, it was a daring movie to make, and I give Sasha Baron Cohen credit for that. Um, 
it was also a movie that was made a while ago now. So we're talking, <laughs> we're talking about, um, you know, almost 15 years ago that this movie was made. I mean, if this movie was a child, it would be starting high school. Yeah, that's if it was born the year that the movie came out. You're right. Um, so a lot's changed culturally and as far as movie making and humor and whatnot are concerned for sure. Um, but I think that it was, it, it still holds up in, in many regards. And I thought that, um, um, I appreciated that even though there was a lot of sort of over the top scenes and certainly some gross out humor and whatnot in it, uh, I appreciated that I it was not all about that. And that was not the, it was not just a whole bunch of stunts, but rather there was some, um, I think, intelligent humor to it. And, you know, certainly a lot of cultural satire there as well. And so I, I think that that's, that's what made this movie more than just a bunch of, you know, gross out humor. Yeah, I would agree with you. And in fact, you know, I saw the movie 14 years ago, um, which, you know, I guess this speaks to how old I am because as I thought about that, I thought, no, there's no way I could have seen it when it came out. I wasn't old enough, but alas, I was. Um, and I remember thinking that it was a funny movie when I saw it. I wish I could remember more of what I thought about it. At the time. At the time. Yeah. Because re-watching it, I was really struck by um, how I think some of the cultural criticism of the era, which I think at that point in time, I might have just viewed as like, oh, people that think this, they're outliers, or these are one-offs. This is not what most people think. And that's why this movie works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, those sort of issues or tensions that exist in the movie are even more relevant today. Like that could have been a warning <laughs> to the future of America. Like, this is this is where we are, people. Just just a just a heads up. Like these places exist. <clears throat> I think it was a warning in many yeah. ways, right? But I just don't know if I recognized it that way, or if many people recognized it that way, because it was, you know, very. It was a very humorous, laugh out loud, funny movie, and there was humor for maybe not everyone. But there was, as you point out, a wide variety of humor. There was yeah. gross out. There was slapstick. There was some more intelligent humor. So it was just a wide variety. Yeah, that's that, very true. I, I would agree about that for sure. One of the things I was struck by um, watching the movie was, was I was... Sasha Baron Cohen's um, impressive physique? Well, yes, that. His copious body how could, hair? How could you not? Uh, how could you not? Especially the copious body hair. Lots of body hair. Yeah. Um, no, so the thing I was, I, like, I, as I was watching the movie, I was thinking how, like, this is not real, but I think it is real. Like, I was kind of, couldn't exactly remember how the movie was made. Like, obviously it's made in a documentary style, but like who was in on it? So I had to look up after the movie was over, sort of who was actors, who were 
unknown. And so I stumbled upon this mental floss article that explained, I mean, who knows if in fact this mental floss article um, is correct. But according to it, there was five actors, one being Sasha Baron Cohen and the other, of course, being Pamela Anderson. Okay, right. Which makes sense because as that Pamela Anderson scene was going down, I just couldn't help but think she had to be in on it, right? Like he would be in jail if like she mm-hmm, was not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what'd you find out? She was in fact in on it. That is okay. true. Okay. She was, Sasha Baron Conan was, Asmat was. Okay, right. His producer. Somebody else was who I should have looked up their name because I probably know who they were. There was one other person that was in on it. It was a an American com- comedic actor. And then apparently the person, the, the, the person who plays his son that we see the photographs yeah. of um, is a porn star. Okay. And those were the five people that were on it as, okay. as per this article. Okay. I want to know who the other actor was. Um, curious about that. So, um, but it was very interesting about the Pamela Anderson. Thing. It is interesting. So, so I, I looked up a few things about that as well. And according to sources that are close to the Hans and Lara go to the movies podcast, um, actually they, they're not close to us at all. It's a, a British tabloid, which is kind of a questionable source, but anyway, um, it, uh, apparently the, um, the scene with, um, the scene with Pamela Anderson at the signing um, was she knew about it apparently, but everybody else there did not. And so they actually had to, according to what I read, shoot that scene twice because the first time um, Borat came in and, and put her in the, the quote unquote Kazakhstan marriage sack and carried her away and nobody, nobody did anything. <laughs> and no, and which didn't make for a good scene because it was, and then, then they had to do it again. And, and that time people reacted. So, um, I'm assuming on a different day with a different group. Of I'm a, uh, yeah, that will, well, that would be my assumption, but, uh, I, I guess I don't know. I, I also read that, um, that, that, that Anderson's involvement in this movie was a precipitating factor in her, divorce from Kid Rock, who um, apparently did not like her being in this movie, um, which seems bizarre. But then again, Kid Rock has also decided to start having political opinions about things in recent years as well. So maybe it doesn't actually come as a surprise. Maybe this was his springboard for political opinions. It very well might have been. Very well might have been. One minute you have a midget on stage with you every time you're performing your songs. The next minute, you know, you're a political figure. That was his shtick in the early years. Oh, no, I know. Okay. I I would just, yeah. So Lunell Campbell is the comedian and actress who was in on it. It doesn't say who she played in the movie. Was she playing a prostitute? Oh, maybe. I don't know. That could kind of make sense. I guess it would have to be her actually Must thinking about it. But she was apparently in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as well as So I Married a Max, uh, an Axe Murderer. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I can't think of any other people in the movie who would have been. It would have had to have been her, right? Yeah, like I can't thinking think of about, anyone else. Yeah, the plot line. 
Um, so other interesting things that are brought up in this mental floss article is that apparently the scene in the rodeo like nearly cost Cohen his life. Um, that in fact, the crowd became very angry and was on the edge of rioting and they had to get him out of there quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sort of not surprising. No. But also is. Yes. Um, Isn't that kind of the, uh, the the nature of everything nowadays? Right. That's not surprising at all, and yet it is. Or maybe that's very surprising, and yet it shouldn't be. Yes. But to sort of bookend that, the scene that was filmed in the bed and breakfast, the people, the couple that owned the bed and breakfast were not in on this either. And when they found out after the fact, um, they thought that his performance was genius. So there you go. There you go. Not everybody appreciates uh, a comedian, but some people did. Some people thought it was funny. Also, it's just an um, interesting matter of note that apparently New York State put out a warrant for his arrest after he tried to obtain a hotel room with his underpants over his pants, and he was advised to leave the state as quickly as possible. It doesn't seem like that would be an illegal activity. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows, indeed. Who knows what else happened? Who knows? He might have been asked to leave and didn't. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. So I have a question for you, Laura. What was? What did you think the funniest scene... Well, not, not the funniest scene from the movie, but what was one of... What was a scene from your mind that stood out to you as being maybe a particularly funny scene? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I have an answer to that because the the first things that come to my come to come to mind. Yeah. Or fa or just your favorite scene. Were yeah, but they're all cringeworthy. Like I okay. can't say that any okay. of them were my favorite because the things that I'm thinking of are like, I actually there was there is the one moment in which uh, Borat runs into Azamat in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. And he's playing Mo. And the, the no, like, I don't think he was playing Mo. I think he was playing uh, Costello. Okay. Yes. Yes. That would make right yes, or yes. Abbott. Abbott or Costello. I anyway, think Costello is the portly one, right? Right. I think so. I believe so. We should know this. It is a crime that we don't. But one way or the other, the voiceover narration as they make up and you know walk away together is something to the effect of and then i saved him from playing hitler in hollywood or something <laughs> like that which did make me laugh out loud and was like the yeah. one joke that i that like i felt like i am laughing out loud and i don't even feel wrong yeah which does say something when like the only joke in a movie that you can laugh out loud about and not feel guilty is the joke about Hitler. Okay. Yeah, it that's, speaks that's, to how wrong a movie might uh, be. Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. What about you? What was your right, Well, Well, I, I, I found the scenes that were shot in, I'm assuming they were actually shot in Kazakhstan, though I don't know. They actually weren't. Oh, where were they shot? Um, Somewhere else. I can tell you. No, I suppose if they weren't shot in Kazakhstan, they would have been shot somewhere else. So that's a good point. <laughs> um, all right. So I found those to be 
to be rather um, to be rather rather entertaining in a lot of ways. Um, certainly, his tour of his house and whatnot was very funny to me. Um, Glad Romania. Okay. G L O D Romania. Okay. A direct quote from the Mental Floss article explains the village. 1,000 residents were told they were being filmed for a documentary about their hardship. Once the town people, such as the one-armed man who was told the rubber sex toy was given, was a prosthetic, discovered the truth, they filed the lawsuit. Which, so just to put things into perspective, that means they filmed the beginning and the end of the movie. At one time, and nobody had any clue until oh after so, all the filming so, was done. It's so wrong in so many ways, but it, it is. Um, By the way, direct quote from Mental Floss. Those are not my own thoughts. Thank you, the internet. I yeah, I so there you go. Um, we quote nothing but the finest, the finest, most reputable sources here on the Hans and Lar Go to the Movies podcast. Um, so. In addition to that, I really found the scenes to be very funny when he gets to the first hotel in New York City. Oh, that's I thought, true. Yeah. I found when he got into the elevator and he started unpacking, he's like, yeah. he walks in the elevator, he's like, oh, very nice, very nice. And of course, the guy goes into the room with him too and is standing there. And then he's acting as though this is, he thinks this is a room. It's just, it's such a preposterous concept. And then, and then he says, "No, we're 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 not in your room yet." He's like, "Oh, is it, is it smaller than this?" <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't want a room smaller than right. this. I think you said, "Yeah," <laughs> which is very funny. And is then he it... gets to the room, which is a, which is a crappy crappy hotel room, and he's he's over overly excited with everything, including the chair. <laughs> the chair scene was very funny. It was very funny. It was very funny. I also like the fact that he didn't understand how to work the TV, the remote control of the TV. That he was like, "It's broken. It's showing the same thing." Sure, most certainly. And also, when he opened his suitcase in the elevator, is that the first time that we saw he had a chicken? In no, the that was the subway. Oh, the subway. You're right. Because he let the could... chicken out on the okay, subway. Okay, so there's a scene that was just hilarious. Was the subway scene? How could this? That I forgot about that till you just mentioned it. But actually, that was very, very funny because, of course, how could you yeah. not laugh at that? The New York scenes were very funny. Remember when he was chasing the guy around I was, New York? I was actually. You thinking, could. And the thing is, New York's that. a weird place. So like, like weird things like that could happen, and nobody. Everybody else would look around. People would walk, look around on the street and be, and be like, like, thank God that's not me. And that crazy on. dude's not passing me. And or I don't know what's going on between the two of them, but I'm staying out of it. I was sort of watching that. I was like sort of reminded of like being a child and being like afraid of something and having that thing chase me. Like whether it was like a dog or a cat or like one time when I was a kid, it was Halloween and I was like trick-or-treating and there was like this scary doorway that I just sort of like tapped out of and was like, nah, thanks. I'm not going up to that door. And so the person saw the fact that I didn't come up to the door and thought that they would bring me out candy since I didn't want to go to the doorway. But the problem was this person was dressed in a very scary costume. So as they started to reach me, I started to backpedal and walk away from them, which caused them to like, 
run after me quicker, which caused me to like run away quicker, <laughs> which turned into this scene where like this poor person not realizing what they were doing was chasing after me with like a lollipop down the street. And I was like running for dear life because I was like, why is the witch chasing me? Like, and I couldn't help but think of like being a child in that moment, watching this like man who meant no harm, sort of, chasing just a regular guy in New York City. And it was like, you know. Yes. Or like as a runner nowadays, I know like if I see some, if somebody lets their dog off the leash and the dog starts running to me, I'm like always the person that like freezes and tries to like yes. walk around the other side of the car because I've learned if a dog starts chasing you and you run really fast, the dog is just going to be like, look, they're playing and chase you faster. Yeah. It was like one of those situations where it's like, I feel for you, man, because I understand your terror. But the more you run, the more Borat's going to chase you. Yes, it was a funny, it was a funny scene. It, it was, it was a funny scene. It was a funny scene. So, um, yeah. I digress. But overall, the movie was funny. So wrong, so funny. Super interested to watch the sequel, or I believe as it is titled, the subsequent film. This, no, the subsequent movie film. Subsequent movie film. Right. Um, just because there were so many moments in the movie that I was like, this is so wrong. This movie couldn't be made today. So it'll be very interesting to see if the, the humor can land there will have to be some changes i think no most definitely yeah but can 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 they land the humor because i think the movie was very very funny when it came out and it was very funny re-watching it but also sort of cringeworthy and watching it through the lens of knowing like i don't think this movie could be made today so i'm excited to see what today's movie holds what what the these uh adjustments have been made to make it fit our modern sensibilities. Yes. Agreed. Hi, everyone. Just a quick update. So to confirm, the character that Azamat was portraying when he was a street performer in Hollywood was Costello. Which we should have known. And we sort of knew, but... Whiskey now we've confirmed it. And whiskey. That's right. Also, should have known, Lunell Campbell, the actress that was actually an actress in the movie, played Lunell in the movie Borat. Um, she was the character which played Borat's guest, his plus one at the dinner party. That's right. And... I ultimately went back to Kazakhstan with him and became his wife. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their thoughts. Everybody's entitled to their opinion.